What's going on, y'all? It's your boy JT007 coming at y'all with another episode of Hold On, Let Me Finish. We got two special guests for y'all on this episode. We brought it back. New series, new docu-series, new pod series. This is America has returned again. Another crazy time in America. I mean, but that's not something that we're not used to at this point. It's a common theme. 2020, 2021 now. And um, on Wednesday, January 6th, we watched Trump supporters storm the Capitol with little to no resistance. And so what I wanted to do is reach out to the people in my community and see what their thoughts were when they first seen these reactions, how they felt, what are some of the things they thought in comparison to past events and past protests in history and how this event turned out in comparison to events of the past. And we'll just take the conversation from there. We just want everything to happen organically. I got two special guests, like I said. I got first up, Tiffany, Tiffany K. I'm gonna leave it at Tiffany K unless she wants to go ahead and go into more. Tiffany, thank you for joining me on Hold On, Let Me Finish. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, I definitely think this conversation is much needed. And, um, you know, I hope that some folks can find some insight into this and um, maybe some peace with everything. Um, I don't know how much we can get of that. Uh, But hopefully with this new administration, Um, we can get back to the America that I definitely know we can be. I feel that. I feel that a lot. Thank you, Tiffany, for joining us. Um, Everybody, I just wanted to make sure I got a good perspective. And Tiffany's into some politics, and I'll just leave it at there. I know she's going to get into that a little bit more in the show. Uh, But we also got another special guest, my man Mike. Mike, thank you for joining us on Hold On, Let Me Finish, man. Appreciate you for joining the show. You know what? Thank you for having me, man. Um, you know, I haven't talked to you in a while, but, hey, I just thought I'd like to connect with you and get back to it. But what's happening right now is outrageous, man. Um, for me, I feel like it, it's like history repeating itself. Mm. I mean, to certain extents. And it's like, why are we still going through this stuff right now? Like, why should we still have to tolerate this kind of stuff? And, like, I feel like we're at the age of, like, maybe in, like, 10 more years, like, we can start putting, like, those big people out, like, those 87-year-old people that's in the office. Like, we need more lawmakers that's, like, like us. It's been yeah. through, like, going on right now. Like, they don't know what's going on right now. Y'all have been through so much. Like, the law of the land doesn't even apply to us right now. Everything's advanced. Like, if technology, if technology is going to advance, I feel like the law of the land should as well. Absolutely. So it's so crazy that you say that, um, Mike, because, like, I think that's why, like, we do need more progressives. 
um, in Congress who, you know, are definitely pushing policies that are with the times and it's what people need right now, not what they need 30 years ago. And, you know, one of the first things that I think that needs to be done as this new administration comes in and we're talking about what can we pass um, swiftly because we have the House and now we, I mean, essentially have the Senate, right, a tying vote and, you know, Vice President um, Harris will be that tiebreaker because she's the president of the Senate. And so essentially we have that control. I definitely think that we need term limits on Congress, and that's something that I've advocated for. I definitely believe in um, very much that I think that, you know, you have someone that's been there since the 70s, the 80s, like, man, wow, how out of touch are you? Seriously. Like, you can't even really, like, connect with us, to be honest. Like, we would have to go to a meeting to connect with them, like a conference or something like that. Like, I don't even well, know. you don't have enough money to connect with them. Let's be real. That's another problem. We should fix that as well. That that, that should definitely be something that, that should be in, in, inputted, like, in this stuff. Like, I don't know, y'all. I'm really appalled. I, my reaction is I'm, I'm kind of sad because, like, why, would you, why should we have to still go through this kind of stuff, you know? Like, it's almost kind of emotional to, to a certain extent. It's like, why do we got to live like this? Like, are y'all still acting like this and y'all see what we can do? The events that we made, like, if we work together, like, we could do more than this. I don't know. Because, let's be real, what happened on January 6th was, I mean, that it's it's white supremacy and white privilege. There were white supremacists there. It is. And, I mean, my first reaction when I saw everything... I instantly thought, wow, how amazing must it be to protest and be white? Because, like, I mean, y'all was able to, like, okay? It's like you have to laugh about it because it's so painful that if you don't, you're going to cry, right? So it's like I laugh because it's like, no, trust me. I'm, I'm laughing through the pain. It's honestly so sad to see that, you know, they were just, I mean, it was like, welcome, and, you know, I even heard audio of protesters saying, we're home. Okay? Let's go put this Confederate flag in the Capitol building. We are home. We are here. And you know, and, you know, everyone's going to say it, but, like, let's just say it again, right? If they were black, Fact. if these protesters were black, I don't need 100%. to say anything else. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But, like, my... My thoughts are like, when I first had seen it, and honestly, like I was at work at the time, I was so busy, I wasn't even paying attention to the alerts on my phone. Somebody had came down to my office and was just like, hey, Josh, are you seeing what's going on with, like they storm Trump supporters just stormed the Capitol. I'm like, what? Like, I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking about? And then I seen the scene and seen like one of the initial barricades, like how it came down and I was just like, yo, there were no guns drawn. Like, that would have never happened. Never happened. Like, one of the police officers, I seen him strike another protester, but no guns drawn, ever. And I was like, wow, like, that was ridiculous. And then once they initially broke the barricade, even knocked over another police officer, and she was a, she was a woman. And, like, that was the craziest part to me when I seen that. And I was like, still no guns drawn. Like, 
they had the one of the protesters that did knock her over helped her up, but I was still like, yo, no guns drawn. Like, it didn't it didn't make any sense to me, and it just really made me think after after I let things fester for a little bit. It was just like this man, even though he lost his presidency, he's done. Like you know, it's a few more weeks he's out of there. But at the end of the day. Do you see what he just, like, what he was able to do? Like, I was like, this ain't going to stop, like, no time soon. In my mind, like, these motherfuckers still riding for him. Like, it's, it's nothing changed. Like, it's like a cult. Like, it's crazy. It's a cult. Yes, MAGA is a cult, okay? MAGA is definitely a cult. Trump has blood on his hands. 
Definitely. I, I don't know if y'all been like uh, checking out social media. Like I just came back from helping somebody, but uh, I was looking at the, uh, I think uh, Instagram, and I think somebody put out like a hit for him or something. A judge put out a hit for him. No, I didn't see that. What? Wait, what? Where was that? What? A hit for Trump? No, like not a bounty, bro, but like a, a warrant for arrest. Oh. Oop. For Trump? Yeah. I'm looking that up right now. Okay. Seriously, bro. I mean, is it for second I mean, he definitely should be charged with conspiracy against the government. Like, that's for sure. Like, you conspired against Congress to, like, have them harmed, possibly. Just imagine if what, like, do you know how dangerous this situation is? Just imagine if they would have saw Bernie Sanders in the halls, if they would have saw AOC or Representative Elon Omar, people that they hate, those socialists. Let me put air quotes. Y'all can't see, but I'm putting air quotes right now. Those (laughs) socialists, what would they have done to those people that they think, oh, let's not even say what they would have done to Nancy if she was in her office. What, they what would they have done to them Barbara if they would have called them? I tell you what they would have did if Barbara was in there, though. Rubber bullets, big dogs, tear gas, can't breathe, can't speak. You know that that ain't that ain't what it's supposed to be, man. That's not fair. Like they were in no danger. I saw them like in welcoming arms, helping people down the stairs, helping them get out. Like bro, like why are y'all so peaceful? Like taking selfies, like. Oh, my goodness. Strange, right? And I cannot wait. So they're doing a internal investigation to Capitol Police. The thing is about Capitol Police and, like, D.C. Police, they're different jurisdictions, right? So, like, the Capitol Police are literally, like, police officers for that, like, federal location. Like, the Capitol. They are police officers for the Capitol. I'm just sitting here like, okay, so either you guys were overwhelmed. These are my possibilities, and you guys can either add, take away, but I'm thinking either they were overwhelmed and outnumbered, they were in on it, and they knew the whole time what was going down, so they were prepared for it, or these police officers were just, like, completely incompetent and just, like, scared as hell, and they didn't know what to do. I'm not sure what it is. I'm not sure. Were they outnumbered and overwhelmed, or were they in on it? That's the real question, and I cannot wait to find that out. Hey, hold on, Tiffy. Let me intervene real quick. So, Mike, I just looked it up in CNN. It's on CNN. A judge in Baghdad's investigative court has issued an arrest warrant for the outgoing president, Donald Trump. Um, So, apparently, it's over an assassination attempt. Well, no, he did assassinate somebody last year. And so the, a judge is going after him in Iraq. So it's a it's an Iraqi judge. So I don't know. That's that's something else totally different. I mean, that's wild. Yeah, that's wild. It's a paramilitary leader. You breaking up? Say what you said again. It was a judge in Baghdad um, that issued an arrest warrant for him. It was about an assassination of a paramilitary leader. Oh man! Was that, I can't think that of was his, last um, year. 
But he was like an Iraq, uh, no, Iran. Iranian Iranian general. He's an Iranian general. Yep. Uh, Yep. When they killed him and Iran was like devastated. Like like they loved him. Kasim Soleimani. Yep. Soleimani. Yep. I remember that. Wow. They didn't forget. They killed. Yeah. um, Trump killed, you know, they, they admired him. And my thing is, even though, even though these people are, you know, enemies to us, to the citizens in their country, these folks are, you know, admired, they're leaders, they're, you know, they take care of their community. I mean, to them, you know, these people are, you know, they're leaders. So, man, that's yikes. So, I, I mean, it's crazy to me, like, you know, with what, what everything we're seeing and what Trump's, like, been able to incite and, like, what we've seen come out during this first um, presidential campaign when we've seen all the videos, the the grabbing by the, you know, all that stuff. And as well as as well as him, you know, old videos coming out where he said if he were ever run for president, he would run for the Republican Party because they're, they're stupid Fox supporters and all they do is listen to everything that comes on Fox News. Like, that was crazy. Like, for him to say all that... And, like, still, it still happens. Like, that's why I'm saying, like, for me, it's like looking at what happened on Wednesday, it's like that shit's not going to stop to me. Like, I don't see how it can. Like, he loves power. No man that loves power and can and can say something that incites people to do some shit like that. Why would you stop? Why would I stop? You know what I'm saying? Like, He has, he has control by word of mouth. That's nice. The man said, I just need 11,000 votes. I don't care where the fuck they come from. I need eleven thousand votes. Like the call with uh, Governor Newsom. Yeah. Like I. Like I don't care what on a recount. Like I don't care where they come from, but I need eleven thousand. What? Like, dude, what? He was like, listen, my man. You know, just eleven thousand. I mean, I don't know where they are. Can you find them in your state? And he's literally like, I can't find them. They're not anywhere. Is that illegal? You they can't do that. <laughs> He's telling another governor to break the law. You hear me? Like, he wants to get other people in trouble like he did to Mike Pence. He wants to get other people in trouble and then he wants to wipe his hands clean, which he's been able to get away with that so many times during his presidency. He threw his personal attorney under the bus, Michael Cohen. He went to jail. Um, we've seen it with Rudy Giuliani. Uh, yeah, excuse me, can't talk. Rudy Giuliani. Uh, we've seen that with him when he, you know, blamed it all on Rudy's dumb. He's thrown Mike Pence under the bus. He's thrown people in his cabinet under the bus, which is why they've left. Um, we saw that with uh, Tillerson, his uh, secretary of state. So, I mean, we've seen it with so many people who's worked for him. And Donald Trump will be the first one to throw his people under the bus and pretend like, he didn't know anything was going down. I feel like not only that, because I feel like he, you speak on like the political side, okay? So I'm gonna get coming from you from like a entertainment, social, you know, people side. So I look at a lot of social media. I feel like um, it, that's like modern day. You, you get to connect with people from everywhere. So that's why I feel like I should watch it a lot. You know what I'm saying? I get a lot of information. And I read up on it that way, you know what I'm saying? I know what's going on. I feel like the news, like, I, I don't want to be those one of those stupid people that Trump is talking about. I'm not going to believe everything that's on that. I actually want to research it and actually want to know a little bit about it, you know? Not everything, just to know enough. Am I okay, you know? Hey, to know, listen, it's common knowledge to know the, the <laughs> truth and the facts. You the, feel me? 
I'm not a historian, but I know what's going on. So, to the initial events on Wednesday, like, Mike, I'm going to kick it back to you. How do you feel like this shit happened? Like, how how is something like this possible? What we've seen with the Black Lives Matter protests, these other protests that we've seen in the past, how does something like this happen where only, there's, there's, I wouldn't even say the word minimal deaths because it was only, and it sounded like a lot, it was only one person that actually got shot. And I, I never want anybody to die anyway, so I, I you know, prayers to everybody's families. But, but that's what I'm saying. But it was a lot of people that was from like nat- It was like people had um different different illnesses that affected that. Like it was like flashbangs and stuff being thrown, so people had other you know other alternative illnesses that really affected them passing away in those situations. But I really wanted to know, like you know, how did this happen, like? How can something like this happen in this situation with the security measures we're supposed to have in the U.S. in these days? How does something like this happen? It doesn't make sense. I feel like, you know what? I'm going to give y'all some theories, okay? I'm going to throw a couple out here. Please, I need to hear these theories for sure because I threw mine, so I'm like, let me hear what you think. Personally, it's funny, but it's serious, okay? I feel like the people that work that shift that they was working at the Black Lives Matter one, didn't work that day. They called off. They said, y'all, oh, you guys can take care of it. We, we got enough to take care of it. That's the one. And maybe Do they you think they knew what was going to happen? Do you think like people knew they were going to come? Okay, so my next theory, they knew it was going to happen. They just had to put a puzzle piece out there to make it look like, hey, yeah, we're patrolling or whatever, but you guys can go, you know? Just don't mess I feel like there were talks of it, right? Because it's like, weren't they like, weren't there like some right wing like media that was like actually planning and like the Proud Boys had it planned out? They said they found, um, what are those type of like bombs, those homemade Molotov cocktail bombs or whatever? They found like ingredients for that. They found like they found at like people had riot gear, like people actually were prepared for protests and I feel like police um I mean encounterment I think they were like they were I think the citizens like were definitely prepared for sure they were ready I mean given the citizens didn't you say that look at our community we, 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 we know people that we like went to school with like they're police officers like they mm-hmm. have like friendships and stuff like you don't think they would see that out there those are people in that area people coming from all over people who have traveled like you said like there were talks like it had to be orchestrated yeah. by somebody people knew something was well you know trump that day had his um save america protest or save america rally so that was organized trump speaking and having a rally was organized i think the question comes in did Trump know what their intentions were, or did he get them, I mean, well, we know that answer. He got them hyped up, and he got them rallied up, and he got them excited. I mean, he got them ready to go. He was pumping them up for an hour. You know, I watched, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched clips in it, and he was definitely regurgitating this whole notion that Biden is not the actual elector. Hopefully Mike Pence breaks the law and doesn't count those votes. Like, the thing is, this ceremony was more of a process, and it's more for his historical references that, you know, the vice president has always 
counted the electoral votes in front of the House, in front of the Senate, in front of Congress, and it's more of like a ceremony. It's not actually like the votes are in, you know, you can't change it. My thing is, what I don't like is that you hear people saying, this is not Trump's fault. So you have the right saying, and I mean, I'm sure you, you know, like social media and you see Fox News, you see the news, you know, the uh, conservative uh, viewpoints that are saying, Trump did not mean for this to happen. But my thing is, we have consequences for our words, and our wor- words have consequences. And even if the president did not intend for them to storm the Capitol, at the end of the day, you hyped them up, you got them ready, and you gave them marching orders and said that you were going to follow them to the Capitol. You were going to join them. So at the end of the day, like his words definitely started a riot. And, you know, if this was any other citizen, and I look at it this way, he's not hes not above the law. If this was me or you, and we go yell fire in a movie theater, and people, you know, have it's chaotic, we're going to be held accountable for that. And so my thing is, your words have consequences, and you can't just say anything because it sounds good. And that's where he has to be held accountable. And that's why I said, like, before, I just feel like, if nobody's going to hold him accountable, then this is going to happen again at some point. Like, it doesn't matter if he leaves office. I'm glad that he was banned today off of all social media platforms. That really helps. <laughs> but, because, like, once he leaves office, he'll have less of, I mean, he'll still be Donald Trump, but he'll have less of a platform if he doesn't have any social media to reach out to people. But that shit right there, like, it's just shocking to me that people will go to that extent and do that and and you know it was worse outside of the capitol they just highlighted the capitol i'm sure people i heard a, there was some i seen um earlier today i was reading an article i can't remember what part of dc it was in but it was a portion of dc where one of the residents was talking about how they came through and demolished like a lot of parts of the city and really like messed shit up bad like and and of course you know they're only highlighting the shit at the capitol because that's the main the main attraction, you know what I'm saying? They don't want to really go off into other things where I'm sure shit was a lot worse. But that really just was amazing to me. I couldn't believe that shit really, really, really happened. I really want to know my next question to y'all. What do you What do you see in the next the next four years with with the Joe Biden and and Harris? What do What do you guys see? What What are your thoughts? There's a lot of there was a lot of uh, negative perception of them. Um, as well as some positive, but they were definitely the better of the two, in my feelings. But honestly, I, I kind of, you know, there were some things I didn't like about both of them, to be honest. But Facts. it was just like you had to pretty much decide <laughs> between a man that's trying to incite, you know, and trying to divide the country, or two people that hopefully made some poor mistakes in the past and are ready to make up for them. But I want to get your thoughts on what you see in the next four years. Go ahead, Mike. All right. Like you said, they both got pasts. Uh, our current, like, end up these, you know, coming up. The things that they're about to inherit is are, are unfortunate on, like, a, like a civil level, like a, a community level as a nation. Like, it, it really sucks. But, like, I feel like we can expect some good but more is going to keep happening. So think how freely they just stormed inside of the Capitol. Y'all don't think they're going to keep trying to do that? And then 
think about it they get orders to get like more strict with the police for them if they keep doing that you know anytime the black lives matter come out we didn't we didn't come out for what they came out for they had different reasons we came out because we just lost another life due to police violence or just hey, since the killing you know what i mean and it's like are y'all gonna be as tough on them as you gonna be on us? That's what that's what I'm eager to see from 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 like the next four years. Like, what's gonna change like force wise, like policing wise? Are we actually gonna invest in the right things, not weapons or anything like that? Actual policing, community, community upbringing. We're going through a rough time right now. Like, there's a lot of people out here that need things other than like fake police officers that are getting raises. And congressmen and senators that get raises, they're not even putting anything back into their communities or anything like that. They're just looking out for themselves and like that upper, that upper class, you know, of people. They just want to like stay in their bubble. Like you're not just you. We have a whole like country to worry about. Like I just, I'm just a real community oriented. No, I mean no, and and I feel what you're saying. Like to me, I always felt like police officers need more community engagement. Like without that, how do you really know how to police the people that you're supposed to be policing in your region or your area, whatever it is? Like it doesn't make sense to me because how can I go down the street? You know, maybe if I'm pulling up on Miss Jackson's house and I've been talking to the people in the neighborhood or been talking to Miss Jackson for the past weeks or the past days and I and I know the situation, I know our environment and when I get a call to go over there for something, maybe I already know that little Timmy stays in the back and and Sean stays upstairs and Johnny stays downstairs. So I know how many people are in the house so I know what I need to be going into and I don't need to go in there acting crazy because I know how these people are. And maybe I can make the situation a lot better than what we've been seeing where you're just going in with blind aggression. Like and it just doesn't make sense to me. And so I really just feel like, yeah, I, I would agree with you. More community engagement should be a requirement for all police officers. Um, but Tiffany, let me get your thoughts on what you feel like the next four years are going to look like. Yeah, I definitely understand you, Mike, like right there, when you know, talking about like the future and like, what does that look like for policing? Um, and, you know, I, I also just have to say this, like, you know, fascism is never welcomed. And I think that, like, I don't think Trump will have any more power after this. Like, after this, I don't see Trump being powerful, but I feel like his ideas will live on. They will just live on to somebody else, somebody younger, somebody less um, problematic as Donald J. Trump. But I think for the future, what we can um, hope for, you know, I... I mean, I was kind of with you, like, I didn't really care for the candidates. Um, Like I said, I'm a progressive, so it's probably no secret who I was really supporting. But I do think Biden and Harris was... Who who are you supporting for the record? Bernie? For the record, I voted for Senator Sanders. Bernie, my man Bernie. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, Second choice would have been Elizabeth Warren. Um, and which is why I think like for the future, we have to push this progressive agenda so aggressively because, you know, even Biden coming out and saying, I get why he wants to reach out to these conservatives, these right wingers, these, you know, Republicans, I get it. He wants bipartisanship and he wants them to join, you know, the rest of us in this social change in this, um, 
uh, I think, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Revolution that, you know, we have started um, and are continuing to push. However, um, you know, I think for the future, though, with this revolution, we really have to be aggressive. And, you know, I'm kind of tired of meeting, uh, you know, these Republicans halfway and trying to, you know, play nice with them. And, you know, because we're the party of civility. We're the party of compassion. It sometimes sucks being like on the left and being a Democrat. It's like we love each other. We love our community. We right. love other people and we want to help disadvantaged people. Where it's like on the Republicans, it's just I hate everybody. I hate minorities. I hate gays. Like I hate everybody. Unless you are white, I hate you. So, you know, sometimes it's kind of like you know, you're you're going an uphill battle, but it's like I still feel like we have to stay true to our values. And just making sure that we are pushing policies that are going to even impact those right-wing conservatives, because that's what we do. Because we're not just a voice for a certain type of people, we're a voice for all people. And especially those that are low-income, um, low-educated. And unfortunately, you know, the thing is with these, uh, these Trumpers is they don't realize they go against their own self-interest. And, you know, unfortunately, they're so brainwashed that they don't even see, uh, you know, the chaos and, you know, what's really happening to their own pockets and to their own livelihoods. Um, so, you know, unfortunately, they don't see that. But I think we just have to make sure that it's like what we're doing impacts them as well. But to be fair, I mean, I've, I've heard from several people from all from all parties, Democrats, you know, Libertarians, you know, people that people that aren't, you know, don't classify as anything. But with that being said, some people loved Trump's reign just because of the fact of how much money it brought them and the financial gain during his during his time as president. 